Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash IMTV and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash IMTV. Honestly, they're not that bad. Welcome to a new episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I am Fern here with Dom. Hey, hey. I want to talk about, obviously, have you watched Avatar again since it's now been on the uh, Netflix? Um, if you mean Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, yes, I get it correct. Anyways, um, uh, I haven't watched it yet. I I put it in my queue because I'm, I'm going to watch it. Because for some reason, okay, I went over to hang out with my family, and we're like, we're, like I told you, like we're watching the MCU movies. We're watching them all in order, right? So like, it'll be like we watch one, but it's, then it gets too late. So then we're kind of like, well, we still want to watch something, but we don't want to start a whole movie and then everyone falls asleep because it's already like nine. It's already like nine o'clock, and everybody falls asleep at that time. Ah. So why did you just call it night? Because I still we still want to watch something, but then Gabby will like be like, she she wants then she's like oh let's start watching Avatar and I'm like, no like let's watch some, let's I don't know just literally anything else I don't want to sit here and watch start watching Avatar right now like I want to watch that when I have time to like just watch it. Speaking of your family, have you listened to not this last episode but the episode before of last podcast where they talk about those. Uh, I forgot what they call them. It's like the opposite of a doppelganger. Yes. Um, Have you told your mom about it? Like, because that sounds exactly like kind of like your family and stuff. Like we're seeing those. It's like they it's like they see the person before. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. But they're not there. But but they, they just like. And then, and then it's like fifteen minutes later, they see them, yeah, like doing the exact same thing that they were just doing. Yeah, no, but I, I, I think my mom doesn't like last podcast. No, I know, but I'm saying like you should bring up because oh, yeah, yeah. they have a, a name. Because can't remember the name. Uh I forgot what she, what they called them. When I, when I first heard, it, I was like, that's that's like Dom's that's like Dom's family. That's exactly like Dom's family. Everything Dom's family has ever told me. It's exactly like this. Hmm. And then this last one had the guy tell a story about his family. Yeah. And he was saying about how, like, they don't really believe in, like, ghost ghosts, but they believe in that and everything. And I was like, and his story was like, yeah, that's exactly like Dom's family. So, And it's crazy because, like. You know, like when you're talking to someone and you guys start sharing crazy stories, you're like, "Oh yeah, well, my friend, my friend's like, uh, his his like mom's side of the family is like all fucking crazy," yeah. and I'll tell him about stuff like that, and it's like they never heard about it, and it's like, really, yeah, like they're like, oh, like like a ghost. And I was like, I don't know, but that's it's so weird because for us, like that's a normal occurrence that happens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like when he said that, I was like. Wow, they're really not alone. Because the guy, when he said like, "Oh, well, like everyone in the family believes it, even if they don't like really see it," yeah, because so many of them have already seen it that they, you know, it's a regular occurrence. Yeah, that's crazy. We haven't had anything recently, though. I haven't heard anything. The last thing I remember anything really crazy happening with your family is when um everyone in your house started seeing like the devil dog. Oh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> no. I think that was the last time I remember anything, like, actually happening. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I did start watching Clone Wars because I've never watched, or I haven't watched all the way through. Um, but I started watching it because I, I found out from my sister that I guess episodes aren't, the episodes that were released, the release order isn't chronological. So I've been watching it chronologically, and I was like, man, this sucks because there's some episodes that are in, like, season three that take place before, like, stuff in season one that it's like, man, I would that would suck for people who, like, actually watched it, like, when, as it was airing because there's all this stuff that, like, you're like, wait, 
no, we I already know those guys. Like, how come I'm watching episode where didn't that already happen? Yeah. Like, didn't we already see that? And then there's like an episode. There's like a couple episodes in season. There's one in season one. It's season. It's episode sixteen, and then one in episode or in season two that take place before the movie. It's so weird because it's like, why would you release these ones that are that are set before the movie? Because the movie's the first thing that came out. Yeah, and then the then the show started. Um, that happened with me when I was catching up on the Goldbergs because my sister had it all recorded, and I was like, eh, why not? You know, yeah, yeah just kind of going through it, like whatever. And then the second to last, I don't know if it, the season's over yet or anything, but the the last, the second to last episode that they've aired so far, it ends a certain way, and it's like, oh, okay. And then I was like, oh wait, there's another one, so I play it, and that's obviously meant to be before the one before it, because the last one I aired was like a a prom one. And he's like having all these questions and concerns about the like this this redheaded girl he's trying to get with or be with or whatever. Yeah. But the episode before it was at the end of it, it like it said it said like, oh, now we're together, like we're doing this, whatever, you know what I mean? Mm. So the the prom one was supposed to air, I think. Before that one, <laughs> and it's so awkward because you watch this, you watch the one episode, and it's like, oh, do this, does this, does this, whatever, and then it's like, oh, happy ending. Oh, she's now she comes over for dinner. Oh, you know now you know we're we're growing up, but it's okay because we're still a happy family. And then the next episode's like, I don't even know where we stand, <laughs> and it's like, but the last. You had to oh. like, you had to watch it as like, oh, everything's the, the ending is oh, it's all nice and in a bow, and then it's like total destru- destruction, and like, like oh, this is very like before the climax type of thing. Yeah, because it was, it was literally like, I mean, we've like gone to lunch together and hung out <laughs> a little bit, but like, I can't ask her out to prom, and it's like, but the last episode, you guys were a couple. What what what? And it's like, god damn it. Oh, it's because you guys went to prom that that's why you ended up as a couple. TV shows should just shoot things like the Star Wars, um, like Star Wars does, where they just shoot the middle first, and then they go back and shoot the beginning, so it has a bunch of plot holes and inconsistencies. Because then everyone would love it. Yeah. That's, that. oh my God, you don't know how many articles I'm seeing now. Did you know Revenge of the Sith is actually one of the best Star Wars one, movies? The original trilogy was actually probably the best. Here's why. Hey, so and so told me like the the original the prequel. Sorry, the prequel trilogy is actually really good. Um, so here's five reasons why it's actually really good. And it's like you can't do that because for so long you hated it. Now, this is what nerds do. Now all of a sudden, so that I'm, that's why it's like I can't wait till we're like ten years from now. Because then everyone's gonna love the um, the sequel trilogy, no yeah. matter how much they say, no, no, I'm never gonna like this new trilogy. It's gonna we're gonna be ten years from now. And yeah, I, he, I told you, there's already gonna be those articles of like, well, you got to give it up for the last the the last trilogy because seven through nine, like at least they stuck with like some of the original themes and like they had they still have like Luke and Leia and Han and, and stuff and and like just like their hero's journey it has to come to an end so it made sense why they all died and blah 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 and, and when you look at it as a whole it's actually like really good com- uh, storytelling compared to you know like I already know that's gonna come out you could fucking save this goddamn thing uh, right in your little uh, phone and be like, hey, notification in 10 years. We listen to this episode because that's going to become fucking true. I already know it. Like we've we've seen it with the original or with the prequel. We said a million times over. Yeah, it's not great, but it's our it's our mm-hmm. trilogy. Like that's what we grew up with. We were we were kids going in the teens when this was a thing. Rewatching them, I was like, 
I used to defend Attack of the Clones. Well, I didn't really like Attack of the Clones, then I started defending it because I started looking at it a different way. But then I rewatched it again, and I was like, yeah, I think Phantom Menace is a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. Phantom Menace feels like a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones feels like there's a movie with Star Wars people in it. Yeah. But then it picks up again at the last one. Yeah. But that's fine because... Attack of the Clones really feels like Clone Wars. Where it's like... but uh, where Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they're on the same level. Because Clone Wars is actually has better quality. But I just mean like it's like... It's just an episodic thing. where Which is what Star Wars is. It's episodic. Yeah. That's what see like that's why it fits, but like that's why I don't understand why these these new ones like why do people still like oh it doesn't fit like blah 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 no this person wouldn't do this this person it's like you don't know you don't know any of this nerds are nerds and they're always gonna be nerds yep nerds are the worst uh, after re-listening to last podcast again like n- nerds are really what make the world like bad. I'm on Alm yeah. Shin- Shinrikyo, Shinrikyo yeah. right now, and it's like, yeah, ner- anime nerds are horrible. Mm, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> this is the fucking news. Okay, so the second season of The Mandalorian is already stuffed with new, awesome things to come. But recently, we heard about the potential return of Boba Fett and the casting choice of Timothy Oliphant. Um, at a glance, it's not known who exactly Oliphant will play, but it's been speculated by some that he will play Cobb Vance, a character you may not have heard of, but has very important connotations to the story of Bonaf- Boba Fett in the new Disney canon. Well, because remember when they they were like, "Hey, uh, hey guys, so we got to kind of clean up the canon. So anything that's not the movies and Clone Wars is non-canon anymore." Ah. Uh, Sorry, guys. Um, in Chuck Wendig's trilogy of novels, Star Wars Aftermath, Vanth makes a minor appearance in side chapters woven throughout the first novel as a lawman on tattooing. Vanth, a former human slave who freed himself, procures a set of acid-stained Beskar armor from a group of Jawas that is heavily implied to be Boba Fett's. Um, Vanth uses the armor to become the protector and mayor of a small sentiment. He names Freetown, using the mass visage of it to hide his identity and reclaim Freetown as a place for good and honored people on tattooing, defending its citizens from the scum and villainy typically associated with the planet. However, it was also reported that Tamura Morrison, who played Jango Fett and the clone troopers of the Grand Army of the Republic in the Star Wars prequel, would be donning the armor of his clone son in the season as well and specifically noted that he would play Boba, which raises plenty of interesting questions. Will Morrison actually be playing Fett, or will Morrison be playing Fett in flashbacks? Or will Alphant be playing a different character? Shut up, nerds. God. Why can't you just get what you get and enjoy it? What are you going to be like, Oh, I'm just trying to figure out oh, a million different reasons why this is blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is blah, blah, blah. It's like, shut the fuck up. God. Just be happy. I know. Just be happy that, like, we're, you're getting you're getting Boba Fett in some capacity, right? You're getting, um, what's her name? Um, Ahsoka is coming back. Um, Timothy Oliphant's going to be in it. Um, other stuff. So it's like, come on, chill out. Yeah. Like, just why can't they just wait till it like comes out, right? I, I don't understand why people need like the surprises like spoiled, yeah. right? It's like, like just just the the idea of him signing on to the show. That's it. That's all you need to hear. You don't have to talk about like, well, let's dig real deep into this. It's like, just let it be. Just be excited for when it comes on, like the dark saber that did not know. No one said shit about that the whole season, and then here I am at one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> waiting for it to come on, and I'm like, "What?" Like, and I, it was so shocked that I literally took two seconds to be like, "That's not, is it? No, it is. It is. It is. That's how it was." So imagine if, imagine if you just let this all go, right? 
and then and then here comes season two in a couple months or yeah right yeah because no end of the year so end of the year i think or october i think right i don't know but so imagine you're watching it and then all of a sudden it's like bam you're like wait is that oh i'm so confused and then then your answers get answered one way or another but it is cool because it is tight like what, what we always talked about with disney and how i feel like what we said just not that long ago in the future people are going to be like wow they did a really good job doing that is they're tying in everything that happened before to make uh george lucas's mess fit <laughs> so like the fact that they're getting the same guy the character yeah and bring him in here because we know that he was the blueprint for what we know as like the clones and stuff yeah right and we know that a few clones did survive yeah for a long time and if you watch this uh last season of clone wars they still keep in canon with what is Order sixty six, but yeah. they they skew it a little bit to make it fit to 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 tell the story that needs to be told, and maybe this ties into it too. Maybe and it just and like shit like that just goes to show you that like Disney has the shit on lock. It yeah. doesn't matter how much you hate someone for oh why did you do this? How come my character whatever? It's like shut the fuck up. They're the only one actually taking the time to be like, how can we fit this all together and like, you know, make it make sense? And George Lucas is like, well, actually, I think what you should do is you should uh, do this and and just, and forget about that. And like, how did you get in here? Yeah, who let you in? <laughs> Anyways. So Justin Roiland, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, has recently said he has an idea about how to fix the show's Fifth season and change television. Roland stated, I've been saying we should drop an episode each month. Just make it a big event. Like the idea of thinking outside the box with how any show is delivered to the masses. If you do one a month, the show is alive the whole year. And you're still buying us all the time we need to make them as good as they need to be. I'm not saying that's ever going to happen. But I've brought that idea up in the past. And just goes to the point. That just goes to the point that I have no idea what the plan is for season five. I'm sure whatever it is will be the right decision. Releasing one episode per month would make each Rick and Morty episode a big event, as Roiland says, but it would also keep fans from spinning their own narratives that the show can never live up to. Of course, it could backfire, giving viewers just enough time to come up with wild theories about each new episode that Rick and Morty can't actually compete with. But the excitement for each new episode would likely balance out the disappointment of unfulfilled fan theories. Because I guess that's something that they're dealing with right now. It's like, the because they spend so, because I guess Rick, the se- season four was split into like two parts. Yeah. Because the, an- the animation time, I guess, is too long for them or for the process is. South Park can turn this around in like a week. In a week. Yeah, but animation is completely different. I know. I know. But anyways, I guess they're also having like a lot of people like, oh, let's come up with this theory, and then it's kind of like with Star Wars where they they yeah. come up with the theory, and then then Rick and Morty now I guess not Rick and Morty from long ago, but now it's like, well, that's not what I wanted in Rick and Morty, and it's like, what the fuck did you want from Rick and Morty? Yeah. Once again, sh- shut the fuck up, you stupid nerd. <laughs> Seriously, fan theories were like. A season one thing. And it was <laughs> it was fun. It was quirky. Like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's that. Oh, yeah. we don't know. But the fact that they've been trying to do that still, it's like, the fuck? Like, just leave it alone. Like, yeah. this, this isn't one that you need it for because the show sets it up. It's like, hey, we could do a lot with this show. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a Futurama. Yeah. Futurama does so much random shit. It's like, uh, yeah, I guess technically yeah, that happened. But the whole dropping an episode a month, I don't think that's that crazy of an idea. It's especially because no. I, I, I think we talked about with the idea of like streaming and what what is considered like a TV show now yeah. and like how we do TV shows and all this stuff. I mean, um, 
I don't know how many times like I've recorded something on my DVR and then I completely fucking forget about it. And it's like, oh, shit, I missed this show for three episodes. <laughs> and it's like I technically almost missed a whole month of this, this show. Then I catch up or whatever. Or sometimes like I'll record a show on here and then just stream it like later on and be like, oh, I've totally fucking forgot. Yeah, I did. So it's like the way that we intake media anyways is different. And that would be interesting to know that, let's say there's 10 episodes, right? So, bam, you get one and then they're like, oh, okay, cool. And then you get another, then you get another. It's like that that might be interesting take how they do that. The fact that it'd be like a month every episode, it could be totally fine or people could be upset. I think if, but. I think if you did it balance, like a, a right balance of like that, like in the episode and like time wise for the episode, like if it was like a half hour show, I, I think it wouldn't work. Yeah. If it, well, if it was a like half hour worth of content, so the show itself ran like 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Yeah, I, I would totally, I would get that because you're getting longer than the episode you get now, right? And it's not too far off from what, you know, you want to get anyways. But having like a, a almost hour runtime, I think that would be really sick to get like like a 40 minute Rick and Morty episode. That's pretty yeah. cool. Basically, like, it's like that's why he like, like Hobbs like it's a big event. Like, yeah, you, you judge it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but if it's just a regular episode, I mean, people are still going to watch yeah. it, but I don't think it's going to be as magnificent as he thinks it is going to be his head. I think he just feels like it could push the idea of having something like this become normal, mm-hmm. which I mean, I'm totally for. Like we talked about it many a times uh, that like stuff like this would totally make sense. One thing I, I that hit me today was that there's some reality TV or like like game show reality whatever shows that they do like two seasons like every year like almost back to back like they mm-hmm. have a couple of months off then come back right it, but it's faster than like a normal television would like if uh the the Goldbergs are in now they wouldn't come back till like the fall right or well who knows now but you know what I mean so yeah. there's a long period, but like uh, the voice, is that what's called? Yeah, the voice, like something like that, they can end now. And then like two, three uh, months from now, there's another one. It's like, didn't it just end? Like, what Yeah, that's fuck? what I always think too. I'm always like, didn't, didn't this just, didn't this just end? Like everything just seems so fast. Yeah. So having a show like this wouldn't be that far-fetched. I think also too in one of the articles I was reading, it was kind of like this, like his, his like to to um, combat like like the idea of binging, like binge watching, like to kind of like go against that. But then someone brought up like, yeah, but you guys also um, brought out what was it, Solar Opposites, is their new show, and that released all at once, all eight episodes, and they encouraged everyone to binge watch it. So it's like. No, like, but why don't, yeah. you, why don't you just shut the hell up so Dan Harmon can give me a community movie, okay? Yeah, let him make a community movie and three more. You know what? Ten more seasons. Honestly, I'd, I'd watch Community for one for ten more seasons. So a new, supposedly reliable rumor says that Wolverine, the X Men, and even the Fantastic Four might be integrated into the Marvel Cinematic Universe by crossing over from an alternate bizarro dimension. According to a leaker of Movie Info, Roger Wardell, the new version of the MCU's Fantastic Four and X-Men will come from a different dimension than all the current movie Avengers. Uh, John Krasinski and Giancarlo Esposito are going to be taking big roles. Most folks think that Krasinski will be playing the leader of the Fantastic Four, Reed Richards. Meanwhile, some folks folks are saying Giancarlo Esposito will be playing a new version of Magneto. Now, opposite that news, did you see that Rob Liefeld from Deadpool 
just recently he was saying how you're never going to see X-Men, Deadpool, or any of that f- ever in the MCU. It's a breaking case emergency button that they're keeping. They're never going to bring them into um, the MCU, or, yeah, ever into the MCU. That The only way they do it is for, like, in case, like, somehow, like, the Marvel started like tanking, and then all oh, that was their their way of bringing something in to like inject it with something new, and you're never gonna see them. And I was thinking, I was sitting there thinking, because there was there was that report, there was or this report that I talked about, and then him talking about that. I think he's, I think he's upset because I think Disney, either if they do another Deadpool, it probably isn't gonna be rated R. But also, I think they kind of told him like. Hey, if we do another one, we want to incorporate it into the MCU. I don't think he wants to. You kind of get that from from what I read. I kind of get that from that. And a lot of people are, like, buying what he's saying. But it's like, yeah, sure, he's a director for, for from Fox, from before. But he doesn't speak for, like, Disney mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Like, he could have. Well, he, he makes it seem like that's so far-fetched. But it's like, X-Men is probably the biggest thing that marvel could have gotten yeah like out of everything that they acquired and every and whatever if they had a a a chance to have the x-men in the mcu early on they totally would have done it oh yeah like straight up that would have that would have took over the the everything the whole reason they did in humans was because they couldn't have x-men yeah so that's stupid um yeah it sounds a little bit bitter but i mean to be honest i don't expect the x-men and all them to come in like this next movie or anything no but we know we're gonna get it yeah yeah i don't know when who knows when but (laughs) we're gonna get them like saying that just sounds so uh how, how do i say this politely fucking stupid yeah because you have to look back yeah okay maybe not all the x-men movies did well i mean altogether they're one of the biggest franchises and that's separate from marvel that because that whole time they were separate from marvel just imagine if they were part of marvel and they would have had good directors as opposed to ones who like to touch little boys constantly and has to fly out of town because he craves little boys that bad that he has to be fired from a a movie set and he actually doesn't care about that as opposed to little boys yeah that's it just what even thinking of it in the most logical sense it's gonna happen yeah maybe deadpool not who knows maybe maybe that's what they told him they're like hey you know we don't really need deadpool in this mcu at least maybe not, you know, not right now or in the next, like, couple of years. So, yeah, you could go ahead and put that on hold. And yeah. and, and maybe that's why he got upset. But uh, X-Men, no, for fucking sure, it's coming. Yeah, like, as, soon as, as soon as he said that, like, it would be like a last resort having X-Men. I was like, what? That makes, that's like having, um, that's like having, like, like a Batman or a Superman and like not doing anything with them. Yeah, like DC. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if it even if it does, honestly, if it takes a couple years, that's fine because yeah. they maybe they're gonna plan it as like, well, let's get through this, 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 this. So well, then when we do this phase, bam, it's the X Men phase. Because I I'm pretty sure they're they're doing what like I, I said before. Phase four is kind of like a breathing phase. Where they can do, like they can introduce more people, they can have sequels to films, but there's nothing like there, there's no Thanos level threat, right? But then Phase Five is where you can see something like yeah, like the, like maybe Phase Five is where it's nothing but the X Men, right? Or something, you know what I mean? I don't know. I I th- I, st- I still think you should watch out for the X Men because they're gonna come in at some time. And I mean, fantastic. Four. I would. I wouldn't even say watch. I just be. I would say, just don't listen to that guy. Yeah. I. Yeah. So, how would you feel about going to the mountains for Christmas with Grace? 
She really wants to get to know you guys. That's our mom's hat. Oh, I'm sorry. I... You okay? I don't want to leave you here with the kids if you're not feeling up to it. Uh, I'm feeling fine. It was my idea, and it's a couple days. I can do a couple days. Okay, guys, I'm off. Have fun. What is that? It's crazy. Everyone committed suicide except for her. Repent, and you will find salvation. Guys! Things are very uncomfortable between us, and we're stuck in a house together. talking about look outside we're stuck here is a 2019 psychological horror film directed by Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala. Laura Hall, played by Alicia Silverstone, separated from her husband Richard, played by Richard Armitage, commits suicide after Richard informs her he plans to marry Grace Marshall, played by Riley Keough, a woman he met while researching a book about an extremist cult. Grace was the sole survivor of their mass suicide, led by her father. Laura's death devastates her and Richard's children. Teenage Aiden, played by Jaden Martell, and young Mia, played by Leah McHugh. Six months later, Richard announces that they will spend Christmas with Grace at the family's remote Massachusetts lodge to get to know her. Aiden and Mia uncover Grace's past, including video footage of the cult, showing the deceased followers draped in silk with duct tape across their mouth reading Sin. At the lodge, the children act hostile towards Grace and refuse efforts to bond with her, even after Richard departs back to the city for a work obligation. Grace's unease is compounded by the abundance of Catholic iconography in the cabin, which causes her to have nightmares about her father. After being reprimanded for watching her shower, Aiden prepares Grace a cup of cocoa. In the morning, Grace awakens to discover that her belongings, including her clothing, psychiatric medication, and pet dog are missing, as well as all the food and Christmas decorations. The generator has gone out, leaving all of their cell phones dead. Grace suspects the children have pranked her, but finds their belongings missing as well. She notices the clocks have advanced to January 9th. Aiden tells Grace he dreamed the gas heater malfunctioned and they all suffocated and expressed his fear that they may be in the afterlife. Over the next several days, Grace, succumbing to anxiety, medication withdrawal, hunger, and cold, begins sleepwalking and is tormented by disturbing visions and dreams, including the recurrent voice of her father sermonizing. She attempts to walk to the nearest town, discovering a cross-shaped cabin where she sees her father beckoning to her. She eventually travels in a circle, taking her back to the lodge. Buried in the snow, she discovers a photo of Aiden and Mia in a memorial frame, and inside finds the children praying over a newspaper article detailing the deaths of all three from carbon monoxide poisoning on December 22nd. 
Aiden insists they are in purgatory and hangs himself in the attic as proof that they are dead, only to inexplicably survive. Grace suffers a nervous breakdown, which intensifies when she finds her dog frozen to death outside. She enters a catatonic state on the porch. Worried she might die of exposure, the children finally admit that they have been gaslighting her the entire time, having drugged her, hidden their possessions in a crawlspace, faked the hanging, and played recordings of her father's sermons via a wireless speaker. With their own phones dead at last, the children unsuccessfully attempt to start the generator and bring Grace her medication, but find her convinced that they are in purgatory and must do penance to ascend to heaven. That night, the children witness Grace self-flagellating by burning herself on the hearth. They hide in the attic, but Grace confronts them in the morning, insisting they must sacrifice something for the Lord. Richard returns to discover an inconsolable Grace brandishing his pistol. In an attempt to prove her belief that they are in purgatory, she fires the gun at him, killing him. Aiden and Mia attempt to flee in the car, but get stuck in the snow. Grace forces the children back into the lodge where she seats them at the t- dinner table with their father's corpse and sings, Nearer my God to thee. She fixes duct tape reading sin to each of their mouths before contemplating the gun. The Lodge a movie about a new budding family finally getting to know each other. What did you think about it, Dom? So, um, I will say, man, this is a pretty good one. I I love movies that are like that are like this that are like psychological, but like are also kind of like they're super creepy. Like the this whole idea too of like of these these kids. Like, doing this to somebody, it's like, man, that's so, like, messed up. But, like, at the same time, it's like, we we were talking about it. Um, but, like, is it just us, or does it feel like the only people who do this are, like, white people who do this thing where they're like, hey, let's go to this remote lodge in the middle of nowhere, Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> um, but it is, it's, it's so good, like, the... I just love the atmosphere of it because it's like, I mean, you see a normal, like you'll, you'll see any like movie that takes place in like a cabin or like in a like secluded area. But like this one, it's like, it's built on the idea that it's like, it's nothing like paranormal, but it's like, it's this idea that like, no one's going to help you when you have nothing. Like right when like, like if everything were to go away, like, you're just stuck there and like it's like damn you're just gonna end up dying <laughs> and then it, what doesn't help is that you have a crazy person and you take away this crazy person's medication and then what happens they become crazy <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like that makes it worse because it's like i don't think uh, i think these kids thought like oh we could pull this this, this trick on her like make her suffer ha ha but i don't think they thought through the logistics of having someone who like takes medication and like needs yeah because they're dumb medication (laughs) i think they thought they were gonna make her cry yeah and she was gonna want to break up with her dad yeah but they're spoiled white kids Mm -hmm. who don't know anything yeah their mom about their own don't know anything outside of their own personal suffering yeah their mom always chews their food for them and spits it back up in their she calls it birding disgusting why is she disgusting um (laughs) i think this movie does does that stuff really well where it teeters on i mean it is a straight up horror film Mm -hmm. but it teeters on like this this plane of of is this emotional or is this supernatural yeah and Honestly, I didn't know what to think. I I wanted to say it was supernatural because it felt like it was. Yeah. But as it was going on, she started to feel more because the begin. So the beginning of the movie, they make it like this whole mystery of who she is, and you don't see her and all this stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Then they bring in the the human aspect of where she turns around, mm-hmm. and she's automatically shunned, and they don't give a shit, and you're yeah. just like. 
okay, like that makes sense, right? Like, look at what they've been through. And the movie does really well is is it shifts that like feeling or the view that you have of what of what of who's who and what's what. It shifts that really well from thinking obviously the kids are good, the 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 girl's bad, to the girl is suffering and the kids are horrible. I and I love that because yeah, you're right, like <clears throat> it does it subtly, but it's when they get to the lodge, right? Everything suddenly is from her point of view. Instead of because the whole beginning was uh, the point of view of the kids, like what the kids were doing, what the kids, and then like the mom kills herself, and then now it's like, hey, you know, there's this other person who she went through like some shit too. Like it, it's just, I think it was it's so well done because like you're right, like you're you don't understand if it's because like there's a part where she goes, they she's they look outside and there's all the. Snow angels. Snow angels. And it's like, see, is that supernatural? Because there's the, the painting, too, that she keeps... And you keep thinking, like, is it something with the mom? Like, cause, like with the, the cross, remember? Because like, well, that's what's-her-name's cross. and Oh, that's the mom's hat. And, like, the painting. And she takes the painting down and stuff. And, and you think it's, like, all the supernatural. And it's, like, building this, like... It's just like you're like, what the fuck is and then like the the repent or whatever on the the, the mirror when um when she's taking a shower. Or no, yeah. well, she's washing herself because they don't have any <laughs> water. And then but there's like a I think it was when with the clocks when she's like, Hey Aiden, did you change the clocks? That's when I was like, Wait, I think they're doing it. I don't I don't know why it was like then I was like, I'm pretty sure it has to be them. I don't know. And then, like you said, like with the little girl, she had the phone. And she's like, oh, I was just pretending. And it's like, doesn't she mention later how she, she was talking to the dad and that's why the phone died? Nah, dumbass. Um, like, I'm not saying that this was like the perfect horror oh, film. Oh, no, no. But there was a point in the movie where it's like, are, what, like what if it's just a giant joke? And then soon after, it's like, oh, I think they are fucking with her. Yeah. And then it comes like full circle and it is. But I think that's what the movie does really well is that it makes you wonder what's really going on. Yeah. Even if you think that you know that this is, oh, the kids are are fucking with her or, oh, she's really seeing it in her head. It does this really cool thing where it gives a little and, 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 and retrieves a little to where you're you still question like that's. Like, right? You're like, that's that. Like, did they really go out there and make all the snow angels? Or was that just what she saw in her head? Yeah. Because she really she really is suffering. Like, that's the one thing is as she's off her meds. Because the the part where she goes walking to the town, she sees that house, right? And obviously that house isn't there, right? Like that's just in her mind. So then yeah, you're right, like Certain things that she's seeing, right? That they're like she's freaking out because of this and that, and they even mention it too. They're like, "You're the one who's like sleep, who's sleepwalking and walking around in the middle of the night, like doing all this stuff." She she even in the middle of the day. Remember when she she thinks she's asleep or she thinks it's the middle of the night? And she's walking around with a flashlight. Yeah, and like they have to like literally like wake her and she has the gun. It's like, wouldn't you at that point be like, "Hey, hey, we're." We're fucking with you. Here's your medication back. Um, stop scaring the shit no, out of us. Because they're spoiled white kids. I don't know. I think that what it does really well is like you're trying to always figure out well who's to blame. Yeah. Because in the beginning, it's the father who you think is kind of like the dickhead because he's forcing the these kids. To to spend time with this girl after their mom died because of he wanted a divorce, but in real life you can't take blame for that. He wasn't happy. Whether or not he cheated on her, I don't know, but he wasn't happy. He left, and the mom was the one who she couldn't handle it, and she killed herself. That's just life. <clears throat> now, the kids. They could have seen it many different ways. Maybe they felt like it really was her fault that her their mom died. Or maybe this was their way to try to get back at their dad. I, I don't know. 
But either way, they were only focusing on like them and themselves, right? And then in the, in the story, you're seeing this girl and in the beginning she is painted very like mysterious yeah so you think like oh she definitely has baggage mm. but just because she has baggage doesn't mean that she's horrible yeah like as we go on and realize like oh this is actually really fucked up like it, when you when you look at it I, in a more human aspect yeah it's this little girl who lived through this torture that everyone she knew died she was the only person who lived mm. and now she has like physical mental abuse because all she thinks about is like how you know all this stuff happened to her she's a survivor she's a survivor this and that whatever right so i think it does like at the end it does really well of like who's to blame because like i've told you at the end i'm like good fuck those kids yeah that's what because fuck that dad too well yeah because i think as little kids you want to see the world as black black and white Right. But then you learn, like, you grow up and you learn, like, things have explanations, though. Yeah, your dad, oh, your dad's, oh, he's so mean because he he divorced your mom and you love your mom so much. But, like, what if your mom was a <laughs> total bitch? And your dad was like, well, this, this girl, um, I really like her. And so then that's why he wants to marry her. And then you just want to, like... I just want my mom back. I don't want her to be dead. And, hey, you know what we should do? Let's pull this prank. Yeah. Yeah, I know she has a bunch of mental problems. And she, like, obviously, like, went through a lot of shit. We, we looked it up and we saw all the, the stuff she went through. And we could we could sit here and empathize with her. But instead, why don't we pull a prank? And that prank is we make her think she's dead. Also... They mean to kill the dog on purpose? I don't think so. I think that's what that's why they were like, "Holy shit!" Like the 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 the, the little girl because she was crying too because she was like, "I think she, I think they meant to put the dog out, but then I think they forgot about the. I don't know. Did they forget about the dog? I think the dog ran just ran off. Oh really? <laughs> um, at the last like few parts of it were. It, it was frustrating because everyone was so stupid. Yeah. When you watch it, it's like you could tell that. And I, and I think that this is good and this is how people should watch movies, but they don't. Is you look at what the character's doing and you say, oh, why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? But it's not, that's not a plot hole or anything. No, I hate All it is, is that it, it paints this tapestry of who these people are. Yeah. Because if it was me. We would have went through this a whole different way. We're, we kept watching, like, why didn't they do this? They should have done that. Why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? But instead, they they stood there, like, frozen, not knowing what to do. And the dad, being like this, I don't know, hero-like person, was like, I'm okay. Instead, like, he should have fucking rushed the bitch and was like, give me that fucking gun. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, you tried shooting me? <laughs> now there's no more bullets in there because that's how guns work. Once you shoot one bullet, there's no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if, the, if you click, if you pull the trigger and there's nothing, there ain't no more bullets. Yeah. And I know that for a fact. Yeah. Um, So <laughs> it's, it, it's stuff like that that it was like, oh, why don't you do that? But it, that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to show you like, this is how naive that guy is. Yeah. He he literally is so naive and stupid to what's going on. Yeah. That instead of trying to physically tackle this girl and get this away from her because she's could actually harm people, he's like, oh, see, I know what I'm doing. Come on, I, I, let's go. Yeah. And instead, she's like, nope, I'm gonna shoot you in your fucking head. And then those kids just like don't know how to like. They don't know what to do and they try to leave and it's funny because they get stuck and they're like, well, if we just keep pushing on the, the, the pedal, then it'll work, right? Even at the end, the very end, all this stuff, it's like, it, I think it was funny how when she's singing the song, the little girl's singing it too. And it's like, you stupid idiot. Like, and if it, if that was me, yeah, you flipped the table, right? You, you flipped the you, you flip the table, you your sister fight. goes and, and gets the gun, Yeah. right? But instead, they're just 
they're taking it. Like it just, but that's 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 who they are. They don't they don't know any. They literally don't know any better. They set this whole thing up because they thought in some weird fucked up way this was going to be funny because they don't know any better. Yeah. Ah. Uh, everything they everything it's it's like it's not. Uh, she's not to blame. She is on on a different level, right? I think the 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 main level of who caused this and like who do you blame is oh it's this family that they're the ones to blame because they brought this person that they one is a, a stranger to the kids that's two on medication that's three also like the dad like decides like hey I want to be with you guys but <laughs> I don't want to be with my kids for that long I have other stuff work stuff to do you just boil it all down and it's like then you get to the last minutes of this film and it's the scariest thing you ever seen it's a I, i'm i'm convinced the scariest thing in a movie is a white person with with a gun because it's like that thing that happens in real life yeah and that they don't stop yeah. when they have a gun they just keep firing and firing until they're out exactly. and then they don't get they don't go to jail i don't know what the whole her going out trying to look for help and then seeing that person in the house thing i I don't know, is that supposed to be her dad or... Yeah, I think that's just part of her mental breakdown. Yeah, or maybe there was someone out there, (coughs) who knows? Um, Maybe somebody lives in a cross-shaped house out there. Exactly. I will say for a random movie that we decided to watch, I really liked it. Yeah. It was a good horror film. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it was a good horror film. It wasn't trying to do anything crazy different. I think it what it what it was doing it pulled off really well, and yeah, I mean, what more could you want? It's it's a story about really it's about these two kids and this girl and a house, and they pull it off pretty well. So yeah. I think it was really good. I I think so too. Um, I really like the the twist where it's like. They make you think that they're dead, then they're not dead, and then it turns out she's just fucking crazy. For what it is, is a really solid okay. movie. Definitely watch if you're into horror, yeah. watch it. And you know what? For a movie that has nothing to do with self quarantine or self isolation, it does that really well. Yeah, that's true. And you wanna know what's weird is this is like the third movie we've done with Jaden Martell in it. I mean, if the kid's killing it, he's killing it. He really is. You need you, you need to step up your game, uh, Tremblay. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but honestly, go watch it. I think it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Good horror film, backed hard. When you think of Disney movies, you think of wholesomeness and you think of like a family film and you think of you think of like, oh, this is this has to be rated G or at least uh, hard PG. Right. Um, but I guess some people nowadays having the hindsight of Disney Plus and being able to watch all their favorite movies that they got to watch as kids and other people got to watch as kids that. There's there's Disney movies that they decided are inappropriate for kids nowadays. Did you know that Toy Story 3 is inappropriate for kids? And so is Bambi because his mom gets killed, okay? And then there's like imagery of like a forest fire. You can't start wildfires anymore, okay? Yeah. I mean, we almost burned down Australia. Did, yeah. Also, have you seen The Little Mermaid? That's inappropriate for kids. Did you know that? Also, the Jungle Book. Did you know that because there's a girl at the end and that's the reason why Mowgli wants to go to the man village, that that's like that's the male gaze. And so it's causing him to want to go because of like because he's so like horny for her. So that's why he leaves. Well, did did you want to end the movie by him fucking some monkey? Also, Snow White's pretty bad too because there's seven men and a little men in a house, and they're all there's no women in there. 
Yeah, and so is Beauty and the Beast. Okay, I looked at the list. I didn't see that. Bestiality. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. God. Well, this one makes sense. Peter Pan. Actually, that doesn't make sense to me. Why would Peter Pan be on there? Because he keeps kidnapping kids. I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be those old people who are like, oh, back in my day, we watched whatever. Like, we watched all this stuff, and it had a bunch of violence. And look how we turned out, right? But at the same yeah, time, horrible. like, I do understand, like, maybe kids shouldn't see certain things, right? But at the same time, but, like, like this, it's, like, Disney movies, like, what are you going to take away from this? I mean, yes, maybe you have to sit there and say, hey, Peter Pan is fucking racist. Yeah. But, like, it's still a pretty good movie to watch, like, for right. kids to watch. It's funny about this up. I think what it is is that for the longest time, we just saw kids' movies and entertainment as as lesser than. Mm-hmm. And so grown-ups really made it, and then they're just like, this is fine. So then they put their racist shit and their fucked-up mm-hmm. shit in there, and they're like, this is okay. Yeah. But the difference between then and now is like we actually make uh, entertainment for kids. Yeah. It's, 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 <clears throat> it's still very childish but grown-up. And I think for yeah. a while... People were saying like, oh no, that's like they're hiding all these like grown up jokes in it. And it's like, yeah, that's true. But if you're looking at that's like for the for like the small points of it, but for the the bigger like aspect of it, as silly and weird as these cartoons are, they're entertaining for kids. And it's more realistic of even though like, oh, this is like a talking fish or whatever. It's more realistic uh, of like what's going on in society than than they would have made with like the fucking Jetsons. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, here you go, women always spending my money. <laughs> and I think that that's where there's this weird like push and, and, and give is that, yeah, it's not necessarily bad for kids to watch Pocahontas, right? It's like you you watch it and, and and just in the base form of of entertainment, it's good. Yeah. But when you actually start to realize, like, oh, this is actually a really fucked up story that they totally overlooked. It's like you're that's you, I guess technically putting you know your own feelings towards. Mm-hmm. But also, we're better than that now to where we can give kids. like a similar story but it's actually closer to real life even if the story has to deal with like um an alien from mars and blah 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 you know what i mean (laughs) as silly as that sounds like the the themes that they play with and how they interact or how the cartoons interact with the kids it's like oh that's actually more intelligent for our kids to actually watch now Mm -hmm. because they before like Oh, kids don't understand that. Kids don't understand that. And then we grew up and we're like, no, we totally understand that. Like oh, yeah. we totally know what was going on. And and even if we didn't, as soon as we found out, we're like, oh, that was that. But now I think like with kids' movies and TV shows and everything, there's a lot more being said in these cartoons and a lot more out there where they're dealing with like real things and 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 like actual emotions. I mean, how many times have you watched an actual kids cartoon and it's like, oh shit, that's a, pretty cool. Or like a or like a fucking adventure time and it's like, damn, that's actually like really got to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's those people though that they they like to they want kids to still they want them to be super innocent forever. Where it's like you can only you can only learn about grown-up things when you hit 18 until then you're not to learn anything about this but i feel like that's bad because look at like us i literally could go when i was a kid i could walk into the blockbuster well actually it was a video update for any of you who out, out there know what that is and i could literally pick any movie i want my mom didn't care as long as it wasn't a pornography but, like, literally, I could go to the horror section, and that's what I used to do, is I used to pick up a bunch of horror movies and watch that. And it's like, see, like, does that make me now, like, did, did that affect me in a horrible way? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. But, like, I don't know. At the same time, like, 
I knew what certain things were while, like, from these then. Like, I learned from these. Yeah, like I said, it's it's this weird thing where it's understandable looking at it now of, like, oh, yeah, that's fucked up or that's problematic or that's whatever. But I think you, you said it before where it's, like, you shouldn't have to censor it or anything. What you should do is is just disclaimer it. I think that's what parents don't want to do is they don't want to sit and have a conversation yeah. with their kids about these but things. That's what new cartoons do. Yeah. Is they have these conversations or they show these these problems or these things and these kids and kids watch it and they learn. That's, that's like the uh difference. like my nep- one of my nephew's favorite shows uh has like two dads in it mm-hmm. and he never questions it. Like he never questioned it. And they don't make it weird. They don't make it like, oh, it's a oh, here's another, you know, joke about having two dads. It's just normal. Like yeah. it's normal. And that's something that I feel like if you would have had a cartoon from like the eighties or early nineties, it like no, that would have been never have done Yeah, that, that would have been like a super like Oh, we don't go to that house, and it's like, yeah. Oh, it's funny because like they're nice people, but like, oh, they're gay. And so one, of, and one of them is a caricature of Poland. And I think that's honestly that you're right. That's where I think this actually lies. Where these parents don't really want to have these conversations or talk about these things with their kids. But they so should it's, probably should. So it's easier for them to say like, oh, that's no, that's bad because yeah. blah blah blah. I mean, I'm. I'm always willing to admit that this shit from back in the day was a little bit problematic, a little bit mm. fucked up, mm. you know, just kind of always whatever. But the fact that this stuff is morphing into a, a normal now where it's not like uh, cartoons, you know, the idea of death in a cartoon show can actually be like really played off real well where they'll have a death in the cartoon and they actually talk about, you know, what yeah. death is and what it means or what it could mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before and, we just used to have like GI Joe's blasting someone. And then it's like, yeah, yeah. GI Joe. <laughs> they never talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Bomb the whole city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and even like with us, I think we got lucky too, because we were in that like, uh, like mid '90s cartoon era where we'd have really fucked up weird cartoons that we didn't know at the time were implanting these things in our head. That when we see now, it's like, oh yeah, I guess that that was like that. <laughs> like uh, like like cow and chicken. How the yes. devil was like super like flamboyant mm. and and not really, I guess, more gender fluid than anything. Yeah. And now that's a normal for us. Mm-hmm. And before, like when we were kids, we didn't we didn't know we didn't care. It was just like the whole cartoon was good. Um, and that's what I think is happening more so now than ever, where these things are being brought up and they're and they're treating kids like actual people as opposed to being little things that parents control. So I think that's really the only honest outrage that people have is that, you know, they're like, yeah, but like just dealing with stuff I don't want to talk about. That's like, OK, well. Let your kid watch uh, Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll figure they'll they'll figure it out for you. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny when you see these things though, because things that like we consider like yeah that's kind of fucked up, all of a sudden like now it's it's a big problem, right? We talked about with uh, was it Splash? Yeah. Like oh I can't believe this. And it's like yeah you mean this movie that existed for like twenty five years. <laughs> actually no what was that 30 something years yeah um it's a good haha but i don't think this shit's not serious no. uh i think it, it'd be different if it's like hey did you know that uh this movie on there called a uh, song of the south like i think it's a little bit problematic see that that would that would need a whole like video and before it like explaining like Hey guys, we were pretty racist. We wanted to capitalize on the success of on Gone with the Wind, and basically we wanted to make our own yada yada yada. 
Tangled Sound. Here's <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> yada yada. Um, and honestly, maybe one day that shit would come true. You know, what if they're like, hey, now the movie you're about to watch, like, got to remember, as fun as it is, back then we didn't know, you know, Native American culture, but um, we're better now. We don't call them Indians anymore. We call them American Indians now. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's whatever. We're going to have conversations similar like this. Further down the line, oh, yeah. I already know it. Oh, yeah. Um, but with that, we'll just say, honestly, thank you for listening. Oh, thank you. We always oh. appreciate it. If you want to go ahead and follow us on any of your streaming services, please do so. Uh, you can check out our YouTube page. Uh, link will be in the show description. You can email us at INTB Podcasts. Or you can head over to our socials. That's INTB underscore podcast uh, for Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, I mean, let us know. Do you have a problem with like old cartoons and movies for kids? Realizing like, hey, maybe this isn't actually for kids. Or um, did you see the lot? Yeah. Have, did you like it? Did you were you did you get to the end and you hated it because you're like maybe those kids were sheltered from the movies too much? And, oh, maybe and that's how they turned out. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, maybe we'll you're like know. you were so mad at that that girl because all they were doing was pulling a prank on her. God. <laughs> or if you just want to talk to us about you know how your quarantine's going or lack thereof because like i said some states have been opening up and maybe you want to vent your frustrations because um i know i do but we can have that conversation in private Mm -hmm. because until then guys as always remember it's not that bad it's not that bad